Hello and welcome to Talking Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite animated Disney show was Gargoyles. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and my favorite animated Disney show is Tailspin. Welcome to Talking Trades. Tailspin. That one uh, had the Jungle Book characters living in like a... Like a... Like a modern day... Island town kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Like they like puddle jump, they drive puddle jumpers and stuff? Yeah, and going like... Adventures. Yeah, like like kind of pulp comic-y adventures. Yeah. Is, yeah. Aren't the, is that the And he the worked one? for like... For Shere Khan, who was like an executive. But he's like but a like total scumbag. Super evil, yeah. It's cool. And who's the pilot, Blue? Yeah, Blue. Is the monkey in it? Uh, Louie, he runs the bar. There's a bar? Yeah. It's a kid's show. Well, maybe. Is it good? Uh, I haven't seen it, it in, I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. You loved it, though. I loved it. That it was, was my thing. Jam. You just got the pops, didn't you? I did. Who'd you get? Blue I got and... Blue and Kit. Who's Blue. Kit? Little Boy Bear. Is a Little Boy Bear? Is a Little Boy Bear. Was uh, Mowgli in it? No. That's cool. It's That'd be all confusing. animals. All anthropomorphic animals? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. The shop had, I found a box lunch. They had everyone but Louie. So I just went with Kit and Blue. You didn't get Shere Khan? I love Shere Khan. He's cool, but like... Really? <laughs> I'm not editing it out. Alright, uh, he's cool, but like, really, it was just the the core of the show to me is those two characters. So that's all I got, because they're my favorite. Hey man, I'm all about trash favorite pops now. I'm not buying every pop anymore. That's what I'm doing too. Just getting all the favorites. Uh, Gargoyle, speaking of pops, there's Gargoyle Pops. I've never seen Gargoyle. Oh my god, it was my jam. Alright, a lot of people's. A very happy memory I have from my childhood. Uh, I was really sick, like really sick. Like, I just remember like driving the porcelain bus like I was leaning over the toilet and my dad came we back we call that worshipping the porcelain god that works too uh, we also called it Mr. Bucket remember that toy Mr. Bucket dude don't joke with Mr. Bucket remember that though yeah so, so go ahead quick aside kind of funny at one point one of their shows they put the, the Mr. Bucket commercial on there yeah and the Mr. Bucket people like took legal action really? they weren't allowed to stream on that channel for like months really they take their IP very seriously I didn't know it was a thing still I they, they didn't either they, they didn't like, either the, the company still exists that's weird yeah anyway <laughs> anyway the uh we called our our throw up bucket Mr. Bucket <laughs> as a joke <laughs> um so I was like really sick my dad comes home with a gargoyles toy that he had found a jewel cause you know I liked gargoyles and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so happy. <laughs> but that show had so much interesting stuff in it. There was like bad guys who totally knew the secret. There was bad guys who didn't know the secret. It was cool. They were like, so they were stone gargoyles. Mm-hmm. And at night they'd come to life. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. It was really, really good. You see, they have the pops as stone and the pops. Yeah. Not as stone. Oh, yeah. I only want the main guy whose name I can't remember off the top of my head in stone. I think it's a chase, aren't they? No, they're uh, the stone ones are exclusive. I need the I need the main guy. I think you're looking at Target. Oh no, Target's literally the worst. Literally the worst. Oh, even no. even Walmart's like not as bad anymore. Walmart's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, let's. Uh, why are we talking about that stuff, John? Because there's a Kim po- Goliath is the character. Goliath. Because uh, Kim Possible is getting a movie. Let's talk all about that in. This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. 
This Week in Geek. That's right, John. Kim Possible, the movie. Did you watch Kim Possible? I did not. Uh, did I? I think I watched some of it. How much older are you than me? Uh, I'm 27. Uh, five years? So you're, tw- you're so 32. So I watched like a little of it, yeah. So yeah, like I was at like the peak Kim Possible, so you would have been just past it. It was a show that um, was way ahead of its time with like a strong female character that didn't have to like justify it. It just was, which is pretty cool. Good animation style. Uh, the lady from Even Stevens was the Christy Carlson Hermano. That's the one, which I heard she's going to be in the movie. Is cool. she really? I don't know in what capacity. She's not playing Kim, obviously. No, there's a little bit of an age difference. But uh, I'm excited for a Kim Possible movie. I didn't know I wanted it until I heard it was happening. Yeah. Oh, no, it looks so good. Goliath. That's Target. I can't do it. It's not, not possible. Well, maybe it won't be popular. Because <laughs> okay. all like the all the Stranger Things pops are still there. Yeah, but that's Stranger Things in eight bit. It's just weird. Well, even just like their regular pops that are Target exclusive are still there. Yeah, but Pikachu isn't. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to. <laughs> um, Possible. So like, I was thinking about this. Like, what other shows would be great if they brought back? I want them to do a live action Hercules. Like Disney? They just did like two live action Hercules. Not Disney no, 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 Hercules. No. Hey, like a musical Hercules. Like the one that's the cartoon. Like they're doing like with Mulan and stuff. And the but Jungle Mulan Book. Mulan isn't a musical. I, but like I want them to do it a faithful adaptation. With uh, like. They're apparently doing Lady and the Tramp. So that's the thing. I don't care for that movie anyway. Uh, Tessa Thompson is cast as Lady. Ah, of course. Tessa Thompson. Valkyrie from Thor. Ah. Thor. Just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, that movie doesn't need to happen, but it is what it is. I would like. I'd like a Hercules movie, a Disney Hercules movie, or if they didn't do a musical, just like with the spirit of that one, with like a Phil, with a Pain and Panic, with a fun Hades. In fact, just bring James Woods to be Hades. You could still have Danny DeVito be Phil. Pain and Panic. You could just have those voice actors again and just do them all digital. That'd be awesome. Pain and Panic would have to be digital. I'd love it. I'd love that. I love that's my favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah, bar none. It's so good. It's so good. I haven't bought any of those pops. I haven't either. I only want the Chase Hercules. At first, I was like, I want a million of them. Then I'm like, there's like a million pops for this movie. Yeah, there is. (laughs) I wouldn't mind getting a Meg and a Hercules. I like Meg. Um, Like, what other Disney movies do you think would be good for them to do? I mean, they did Beauty and the Beast. They're doing Mulan. They're doing Lion King. They're hitting all the big ones. Yeah. Um, it'd be impractical, but I'd like Little Mermaid. It's doable. That's doable. Yeah, that's doable. Or, uh, um, oh my god. They did some, uh, so, okay, another, so another, another they, Snow they've White. They've done Cinderella. They've done two Alices. Yeah. They Are those, like, Alice connected? Alice Disney, I don't think. It and, is. And not the Lewis, the Lewis Carroll version isn't Disney. The, Do they own the newer estate? two Alice movies are under the Disney they are? banner umbrella. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if they're like part of this, if it's like supposed to be a sure universe or not. I don't know. Who knows? It is, and it's going to end with Sora. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? No, I can't. Lose they my would never mind. do it. I would lose my mind. Okay, so they got the Alices. The they Alices. Got, they got the Cinderella. Maleficent? Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Mulan now. Mulan, Lion Aladdin. King. Aladdin? Lion King, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's been a production. Right. Or at least... Will Smith is playing the genie. Um, <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Lady in the Tramp. Um, 
So they've done a lot. Yeah. But things that they... Oh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Doing that. She's Um, coming back. With with Lin-Manuel Miranda. But as far as, like... I guess I mean, like, the the animateds that I would love to see. Like, Hercules is a big one for me. Uh, I would like to see a Tarzan. I never saw Tarzan. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, I'd like to see a good Tarzan, but, like, a light-hearted Tarzan. Just that has those little elements of dark. Because the ones that they keep releasing are all very dark and gritty and real. I want a fun Tarzan where he's sliding along on the rails or the, the vines. I don't need... Isn't this horrible? He was raised by yeah, animals and his parents are dead. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's horrible. But I'm not here for horrible. I'm here for interesting and fun. It's Disney. I don't need to see uh, Bill Skarsgård's brother be Tarzan again. Was he Tarzan the first time? He was Tarzan in the, one, the most recent one. Oh, Legend of Tarzan. Alexander Skarsgård, I think, was got his it, name. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. I was yeah. thinking, like, the Disney animated one. Oh, no. Like, no. was he really? Uh, I don't know. Because this is, they've hit so many of the ones I'd want to see, you know? Yeah. Um, Good problem to have, right? Yeah. You, you can't think of one because they've done so well already. I love Hercules. Um... I would like to see Emperor's New Groove. Oh, man, that'd be so good. But who do you cast as Cusco? Uh, David Spade. <laughs> you just have David Spade. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> His voice is so synonymous with that role. Uh, oh, uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron could do it. He could totally do he it. He can play like kind of a, a, a butthead skis ball, but then who is definitely... Comes around. And he's handsome. You know, he looks good on this big screen. But do you cast for the region? Like, do you cast a South American actor? I guess if you're going to do it like that, yeah. But the problem is I want um, John Goodman to stay Pacha. Oh, Because he could, he could do it, like, still. Like, he's he's able-bodied enough, and he's talented enough. Um, but, yeah, if you're going to go South American, you can't do that. I, I don't know the actors. I don't know anybody <laughs> who could do that, no. And that's not out of, like, no one's good enough. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know enough South American actors. It's a gigantic continent. Um, Brazil's You could a also huge find area. people who are unknowns, and it sure. would probably be fine. I figured out. Sure. But then John Goodman would be really good. <laughs> I really like John Goodman. Uh, the only one comes to mind is Hunchback, but I want dark. Oh, uh, like the one I Idris want Elba's super doing. serious. Idris Elba's doing it. Yeah, it's like a Netflix one. It's not like a Disney one. Dude, it's Idris Elba. Who knows? It might be amazing. <laughs> it might be amazing. But you want like a? Do you want a Disney one? Yeah. I don't know if they could do it dark though. You can just like. I don't know if they. Okay, I don't know if they would do it. They wouldn't. So you'd like a Hunchback? You'd like an an actual Hunchback story? But with the yeah. Disney story that you yeah, know. Yeah, well, like, Esmeralda doesn't die. Like, oh, okay. So you're not... <laughs> so you are, like, two sides of two different coins. I want it really dark, but no one is allowed to kill Esmeralda. It's like, you know, whatever you get is fine, but, like, I really wanted something very specific. That's yeah. kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, we brought up Idris Elba. Idris Elba is the current frontrunner for James Bond. Neat. He's, he's not going to get it. No. I don't think so. Why not? Because it never seems like they give us what we want anymore. Uh, and then when they give us what they want, what we want, they screw it up. I don't know. I, I think Idris Elba would be a fantastic James Bond. I just don't think it's going to happen. Mostly out of, uh, I don't want to get my hopes up. I think he'd be a great James Bond. And people who are uh, against it because of his race, you know, it's like, oh, well, you can't. James Bond's always been white. I really like the idea that James Bond is more of a, a role that p- people in MI6 play. Or like are given like you are now James Bond. You yeah. lose your identity. You're James Bond. I but really didn't they like that. Kind of do it with that with Skyfall. Yeah, but like you could introduce it in this new universe. You could do a new universe. You start over. They just started over though. 
But that's with Daniel Craig. Like, right? Start off with Idris Elba. Just, or just do... Introduce it. Hey, you're 007, now you're James Bond. Just go with it. Who cares? You can't screw up this universe unless you, like, really screw it up. That would not screw up this universe. If you, if you would introduce that, it, it could work. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't like that they had just started over... And then they would be starting I'm over saying, again. I'm saying not start over. I'm saying continue it, and he takes on the mantle. Like, just retcon that one part of it with uh, whatever you movie that was. I think if it's, a, if it's that recent, I don't think a movie series is going to want to retcon it. Especially because Skyfall was, like, also, the what part best of, one what in part recent memory. Retcon? What are you talking about, how they, rec- how they said no to that? Because I saw Skyfall, but I don't remember what you're talking Skyfall about. Skyfall is where James Bond's name is James Bond. That's, like, a thing. Oh, yeah, he goes to the Bond estate. Yeah. He could have a brother, an adopted brother, who's black and is Idris Elba. I don't know. <laughs> it's James Bond, man. That universe is already pretty crazy. Like, it's pretty hard to believe some of the stuff he does. I don't know. That's not bad. I understand. We don't want to take the movie that it gets the best reception and go, this part of it didn't matter. No, I'm saying, you want that to, if anything, be your anchor. What if it's an adopted brother, Jimmy Bond? I don't know, adopted dude. by whom? By the Bonds. The Bond family. But he, like, wasn't featured in pictures at the house. I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. I don't get my hopes up for Idris Elba because it's not going to happen. Uh, the other report, I, not report, but article someone posited was like, what about Henry Cavill for Bond? And I'm like, sure. I could see that. Action movie star. Handsome. Yeah, like, I get it, but it's just very samey. Uh, I think Idris Elba is just more exciting as a pick. And no offense to Henry Cavill, I think Idris Elba is a better actor. And that's no diss to... To Henry Cavill, who is the best part of all the Mission Impossible whatever trailers. <laughs> so cool. He's so cool. Apparently he's the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. What? Duh. It's like super telegraphed. Well, it's it? not Tom Cruise. Tell you what. He's, oh, God. Transition. <laughs> Tom Cruise allegedly in the running for Hal Jordan. The front runner. I'm sorry. The front runner. For Hal Jordan. So we're going to we're gonna power DC rank. DC Universe. We're going to power rank terrible ideas. Or DC Worlds movies. Whatever. Um, so now, using that as a segue, we're going to just name things that are god-awful. I do not want this at all. I hate Tom Cruise. I know you do. I really do. I also think he'd be a garbage Hal Jordan. But isn't Hal Jordan supposed to be garbage? Hal Jordan's supposed to be cocky, but redeemable. Uh, Tom Cruise is three feet tall and not redeemable. He's like four seven. Excuse you. I know he's like my height. So like, and I, like he's he is. I think he's my height. But like, that has nothing to do. It's just the fact that he's not. He's he's cocky. He definitely got that part down. I don't buy him as redeemable. I don't buy him as there's more to him. He seems like a very surface level individual. I would honestly buy Matthew McConaughey more as redeemable. And I hate. You know I hate Matthew McConaughey. But that man can act. He can act a lot more than Tom Cruise. Hearing you say you prefer McConaughey to anything. I know. It's messed up. It's weird. It is weird. I don't know who I'd pick. I don't know who I'd pick either, but I know I wouldn't pick Tom Cruise. Like, whoever you pick has to have name recognition because you're combating the Ryan Reynolds movie. So you've got to get people to go in at least partly based on your pick. So it can't just be... Henry Cavill. (laughs) Pulling double duty. Oh, my PC is running low on battery. Um, it needs the juice. Yeah, man. I don't know. 
Like, I really don't know who I'd pick. I honestly think they should just skip Hal altogether for the movies and go right to Jon Stewart. Or yes, Kyle Rayner. but I think Hal Jordan is the most in recognition as Green Lantern. I disagree, man. A lot of people in our generation grew up with Jon Stewart as their lantern because of the cartoons and the comics. Hal was dead. So a lot of people grew up with, like, that's Green Lantern. Yeah, but they also brought him back with, like, they brought him back, and, like, I feel that our generation, people, like, is smaller than people who recognize Hal Jordan as Green Lantern. I feel like the movie-going audience. But I I can see that, but I also think that our generation is the ones that are uh, hardcore campaigning and buying tickets and, like, propping it up and promoting it to the point that if that happened, it would be such a positive thing that people would really turn on, turn down, turn. They'd be more turned on to it. That another white guy cast in a movie that already failed with another actor that is good to mediocre. Because you're not going to get Daniel Day Lewis to do it. You're not going to get somebody who's Leonardo DiCaprio, somebody who's so amazing that it like lets you forget the role. It's going to be a brown-haired white guy who is good, but you're still going to have the Ryan Reynolds movie. So. And it sounds so mean to Ryan Reynolds because it's not his fault. You're gonna have that movie in the back of your mind, like to compare it to. If you just go with a different Lantern first, boom, forget the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. You have a whole new universe. It's new, and then you could bring Hal in later, and it's not as negative. I, I don't know. I think that the amount of people, like I think that if they did Jordan, Green Lantern fans would still go, as opposed to Stewart. I feel that the older you get, people who are like. Or just like, oh, it's not Hal Jordan? I'm not interested. Because that's when they would have stopped reading comics anyway. So I feel with Jordan, you just get more of the audience, more of the pull. What you need, a Green Lantern movie, is still a risky move. Like, that Reynolds movie think... did that much harm to the brand. Oh, it did. Don't you think that having a person of color on screen would bring an entire new audience? On top of the John Stewart hardcores, the Green Lantern hardcores who would go see any Lantern, no matter who it is, even if it's uh, Guy Gardner... And then you'd have people who were excited for another black superhero. Which is why I think the Green Lanterns movie with Stuart and Hal is the way they're going to go. That's kind of... I don't think you... That's about the bust of both worlds. Yeah, you can't not have Hal Jordan. You can't do it. I mean, they've they've done it successfully multiple times. Not on film. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go on the DC's film, they haven't done anything successfully lately. Wonder Woman was pretty good. That's true. They haven't done anything successfully since Wonder Woman, or before Wonder Woman, in this new universe. Uh, I like Man Steel. We Oh, we like a lot of stuff. We <laughs> was, are not indicators. What? Man Steel was, was a success. Yeah. But, like, not nearly to the same point that it should have been. That movie's great. The movie's a lot better than people give it credit for. And that's mostly because of Henry Cavill. And I still hate the people who argue that that's not Paul Kent. Yes, it is. That is exactly what Paul Kent would be like <laughs> in the age of the digital citizenship. That is exactly. Your Paul Kent didn't have to have a camera phone. <laughs> Sons of guns. I hate sure. that argument. I hate that argument. That's not what he would do. Yes. Are you kidding me? Parents want to protect their kids first and foremost. Tom Cruise should not be Green Lantern. <laughs> to, like, bring it way back. Agreed. Ugh. Um, Agreed. That you got anything news-wise? Yeah, I got That's a couple got. things. Um, number one, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Bernie Gonzalez. His book is coming out. Be sure to add it to your pull list. Yes. Midnight Mystery. 
comes out, I believe, on Halloween. Did you add it to the first list? issue? I did today. Good. I gotta add it to mine. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> so I did today. Uh, it comes out for issue one's Halloween. It's from Alterna Comics. Nice. So, do that. Uh, Bernie is the man who does our artwork. Yes. And he writes Midnight Mystery on his website, and he's fantastic. And he's yes. also got a podcast of his own that you should check out. He's a fantastic listen. Yes. Very entertaining. Number two is Trashy. There's a Magic Gathering comic coming out. Oh, my God. There is? Yeah. When is that happening? This is going to be the like third go uh, November. They had comics? Yeah. So who's, the, who's making these? I think IDW's making it. Ah. Um, but the writer... I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say the writer was poached from Marvel to do it. Look up MTG comic Chandra. Oh, Chandra's getting the comic? Yeah. I like Chandra. No. Wait. See the one with the blue? See the blue lady? That's, there's no blue lady. Who's the one with the, like, in the robes? Main cast. Jace. I like Jace. It's not Jace. I like Jace. It's the exact opposite of Jace. I like Jace. Chandra's the lady pyromancer. I like Jace. Sure you did not. <laughs> I like Jace's character model. Mm. Yeah, he... Uh, anyway, so the comic's going to be focusing on her. It's going to be more of like a personal Ken thing. Lashley. I know him. Chandra, Planeswalker, who plays a key role in Magic the Gathering lore. Sure does. Oh, she's like the steampunk one. Yeah. She sucks. She's I great. I know literally nothing about her. Art's cool. Yeah. Um, keep talking. So I'm excited about it. I had my pull list. Um, the previous run featured a new original character, and each one had a promo card, which is pretty cool. I don't know if they're going to do it for this one or not. But regardless, I'm just in for the story. It looks like it's new. The it's comic? Not con- yeah, uh, lore-wise. It's not connected to any of the old comics. Yes. It, it's connected. It's going to connect to the story that's going on right now in the game. Like, in the sets. Gotcha. So it's going to be you, concurrent it, with that. Could you jump into... Absolutely. You can jump into the comic. Anyone can jump into this? Yep. Written by... Okay, it's written by Vita Ayala. I'm going to Google that person. Oh, she wrote Supergirl. Yes. She wrote Supergirl. And the artist, uh, Harvey Tolibio, did X-Men. So there's a bit of a pedigree for (laughs) for this book. So I'm pretty excited about it. What else did he do? He's a Filipino artist. He works at IDW. Um, He did Danger Girl. He did Psylocke. He did Green Arrow. He did War of Kings, which I'm not familiar with. He's done a lot. Daredevil. There's a lot of cover art. The Green Lantern. Green Lantern the movie. Ooh. Dial it back, dial it back, dial it back. So he did some good things, <laughs> then he did that. Um, that's cool. I mean, the, the style of Green Lantern the movie was not the problem with the movie. No, no, he did the comic tie-in to the movie. I mean, people gotta eat, man. For sure. Uh, <laughs> last thing I have. Uh, Marvel is going to disassemble the X-Men. Which I predicted... Wait, wait, did you hear that? There's no one who cares. I care. Why? They're going to bring them back. They are. Let me finish. Can I finish? No. Can, can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> so they announced... First of all, a couple weeks ago, I predicted this because they have a red team, a gold team, and a blue team. Yeah. That doesn't work out well for no. anyone. So, uh, at Comic-Con, they announced Uncanny X-Men number one. Leading into it is a ten-part weekly series 
called? X-Men Disassembled. Ah. And the ah. cover has my Lady Jean Grey front and center. So sweet. Excited. New costume. Very excited about it. And X-Men from like all over the place. Um, I so see first, Havoc. I see Psylocke. So I, I think before they bring the team together, they're going to rip these three apart. And then I'm guessing people are going to die. Cool. Because it's X-Men. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Jean Grey. I think they Nightcrawler just made a big dies. deal of her coming back. I bet Nightcrawler dies. Yeah, Nightcrawler? Yeah. Nightcrawler, sure. I think the people in the top are going to die. Because they're separated. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Or Logan dies again for some reason. But I don't know. But that's later this year. Oh, yeah, they did announce Dead Man Logan. He's back. Dead Man Logan. He's dead. I didn't like are they going to kill Old Man Logan, or are they going to bring... Is this... Who to God, who knows? I'm so confused with the X-Men timeline. <laughs> the X-Men timeline's always been confusing, but my God. It is very confusing. Anyway. Speaking of which... Yeah, holy God. Uh, let's get into the poll list. Here's your poll list. Welcome back to Talking Trades. This week we are talking about X-Men Red. Volume 1, The Hate Machine, which should be released today, I believe. If not today, then very soon. Ooh. Uh, written by Tom Taylor, drawn by Mahmoud Asrar, colored by, I'm going to say Ive, I-V-E, Sforcino, and letterer is VC's Corey Petit, Petit. Got it. For sure. Crushing it. You're doing so good, John. I'm really proud of you. I know. I didn't even start yet. <laughs> uh, so what's the deal with this team? Who are these peoples? These peoples are Ms. Jean Grey. Jean Grey? Jean Grey. Yeah, um, and the German accent we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Jean Grey, uh, Wolverine, Honey Badger. Who is? Honey Badger is uh, Wolverine's sister. In quotes, they another have, part like, of the like, yeah, DNA. it's another clone of uh, Wolverine, of um, of Logan. It is Nightcrawler. Yes. Namor. Yes. And then as we go, we get Trinary, Gentle, and uh, Gambit. I like Gentle. I like Gentle's his art neat. style. Mm-hmm. The like glowy blue. It's cool. Blues are a really cool color for comics. Shows up really nicely in a lot of comics. It does. Uh, okay, so they're like team. Jean Grey. Her red and blue costume. Her, this is a great costume for her. I love it. I love it so much. So, I believe the annual takes place first. Yes, it's really bad art. <sighs> I didn't like it. I don't like it. At I all. just kind of breeze through it right now. I didn't really like the annual in general. It's fine. I feel that it's a necessary gap between Resurrection and X Men Red that just wasn't filled in anywhere else. I don't know. I didn't feel like I, need, I needed it. I don't really know the story, and I didn't feel like I needed it. The ending to five was way more like, what? I'm interested. Because, like, the ending of the volume is just like a, oh, which is cool. It's um, the big reveal. Yeah, and then it goes to the future. Which is happening now, I think. So in the annual, it's, it takes place, like, right after Resurrection, where Jean Grey is back and the Phoenix Force is away. Yeah, I never finished Resurrection. It's five issues. Check it out. Ah, I got it. Oh, it's fine. I know. Um, I got a lot of books. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, so, the X-Men are very happy to see her. And then she's like, cool, I'm back. Including Jubilee. Yeah, everyone. Everyone's here. It's like Smash. All the X-Men and Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, people say she's been better. I just haven't read anything with her that I like. Ever. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Um, I'm not over here needing you to sell me on Jubilee. <laughs> so, uh, and she she's like, cool, I'm back, but I'm not gonna, this world isn't the same. I don't accept the way this world the way it is at all. There's a ton of anti-human sentiment, and that's just not right. So she decides to take it upon herself to get a team together and try and do what she can to change it, but not the violent way. She's Jean Grey. She's the most powerful telepath alive at this point. And because Charles is dead. Because Charles is dead. And she could just do it like a supervillain, but she's not going to because she's Jean Grey. Yay! And we like her. We do. Some of us more than others. Like me. You really like her. She's great. She is. So that leads her to seek out uh, Wolverine and uh, Gabby. She also taught... Namor is not in the annual. What's in the annual? Uh, You got the Wolverines. You got uh, Nightcrawler? Like a hot second? I think so. You got the X-Men's. You got Chad, whose name is literally Chad, and that's really funny, actually. Um, <laughs> you have Rachel, her daughter, from another timeline. Yes. You have... Who she does talk with and has a little heart-to-heart. What's her name? The bad lady, Cassandra Nova, for yep. like a hot second at the end. Yeah, the and then she talks with... She goes to New Attilan and talks with uh, Black Bolt. Who's yeah! Because like, the, the humans really and cool. the X-Men had been warring forever. He killed what's-her-name. His yeah. name. He killed what's-his-name. Scott Summers. Yeah. And they're talking in Gene's mind. That part was really cool, actually. They're talking mm-hmm. in Gene's mind. Because he can't speak, otherwise everything dies. And uh, he, she's like, I, I was going to come here to, give, to show you how much pain it caused me. But instead, I'm going to just ask you to say what I want you to say. And he says, I can't. And she says, yes, you can. Use my voice. And he says, I'm sorry. But it's like an overlay. It's really cool. It is in her character model. It's really... As much as I didn't care for the annual, that part's really good. It was really cool. Um, So he apologizes for killing Scott, and she's kind of like, let the healing begin. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. And the end stinger for it is Cassandra Nova talking with Rachel. We like... You'll be a good uh, good tool to to wield against. Yeah. Like, you're not your mother, not yet, but you'll be a good tool to use against her. Yeah. So that's a big stinger. But in the annual count between issues four and five, Jeez. and this is, like, very clearly issue zero. Yeah. So, whatever. What are you going to do? Comics. If they made sense, they'd be novels. They're graphic novels. I know. I love them. So... If I, ever get, if I ever become a, a, a reading teacher, a full-on reading teacher, I will teach comic books. Oh, 100%. This girl's never brought up again, right? In the no, beginning? Okay. it's just... Well, I thought originally I thought it was Gabby. No. When I was like reading, I was like, oh, that's not Gabby. No. So, uh, this girl's town is out to get her. Kind of like lynch her to a yeah. degree. Um, and yeah, they have these like um, tiki torches. I don't know. I've never seen anything like that in real life. <laughs> no. There's no, so much. Nothing, there's nothing? so much. This book's like, huh? Right? It's like, yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, you would not be able to survive Sam Wilson, Captain America. No, I don't like, think I would. At all. I feel like some of it's just kind of pushed a little too hard. Their message is really nice. I like that, but sometimes, I, like on either in side, in this book, I feel it's a nice parallel. Mm-hmm. In that book, it's very in your face. Yeah, I don't like heavy-handed stuff, unless it's done for comedic effect. Yeah, and that's heavy-handed on either side. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that what Sam Wilson's book. No, but I'm saying like if you. It's just not my I have style. any umbrage with this. Like, that yeah, is so just not, way harsher. It's just not my style. And I feel bad saying that, but I don't think I should feel bad. It's just not my style. 
I mean, Samuel's Gap is a fantastic book. I'm sure it is. But like you said, this just doesn't sound like it's it my thing. It leans way harder. I think I'd rather re- hear about it and enjoy hearing about mm. the story um, rather than reading uh, or have, paying money to read it. But also, in general, Cap and the surrounding cast are just very grounded Yeah. in general. Where this well, is, Jean Grey is like man. the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when things that are grounded are put in your face, like, are heavy-handed, it's a little more obvious. Yeah. This one's like, it's heavy-handed, but with fantasy! <laughs> so. So, the town, like, breaks into her house to seize her. Including her own mother. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah, but you find out why later. Way later. But, like, ugh, a poor little girl. Yeah. So, Jean Grey and the X-Men, her X-Men swoop in to protect her. Nightcrawler gets them away. With a great splash page. It's yeah, it's so good. There's so many good splash pages in this. Where do they take her? Where do they take the little girl? Do they take her to Atlantis or do they take her take to... Take her to Cerebro. Ugh. Which is genuinely Cerebro in Atlantis. Oh my god. <laughs> Gabby named it. You know, that, that doesn't make it actually better. <laughs> I like uh, Gabby. She's funny. She's, she's very funny. Uh, another mutant. This time it's a baby. Yeah. And she's crying, and she's screaming, yeah. and she breaks the glass. Then she breaks people's eardrums. And this event is caught on the news. It's quelled by Jean Grey, obviously. And it's caught on the news, and people are going up in arms. Like, this is... Imagine what happened if that baby wanted to hurt people. Yeah. And people are like, but she's just trying to live her life. And he's like, at the danger of everyone else. There's two like, news This was reminiscent on. of the Dark Knight Returns um, news stingers, where you have clearly one side of the argument clearly the other side of the argument and it gets way heated it was interesting I like this as a, as a storytelling trope I like yep. this very good I always like when they give you like a real world quote unquote like you can see what Gene's struggling with but you don't see how the media is portraying it and like I like that when you it just paints a fuller picture of, of what's this going world, on like of this universe yeah, yeah. 100% yeah <clears throat> so Jean decides to work within the system as best she can, so she tries to go around the different nations and get their support for representation in the UN. And she wants to get these people's minds together so yeah. she can help. Because she, she wants to make the world a better place, but like that's really that's all well. And again, good. she could do it. Drop of a hat, supervillain style. But she's not gonna. She's not gonna do that. She's a good person, but she gets these people together just to come up with a plan. Yep. So she has like a full fledged plan, which I love that they don't show us because mm-hmm. then you could just pick it apart. So she gets these people together, like make a plan, and then she goes to the UN and with with a actual plan, which is way more than most people go to the UN have, yep. I think. Uh, so yeah. to get actual support, she gets the support of um, not only T'Challa but also Namor, who are leaders of their mutant. own nations of Wakanda and Atlantis, respectively. Is he a mutant? The in, first mutant. in public? No, no, no. But like, does everyone know he's a mutant, or does everyone know he's Atlantean? That I don't know. Hmm. All I know is he's the first mutant. Yeah, we know that. But, like, I'm curious if in the universe everyone knows he's a mutant other than the mutants. Other yeah, than superheroes, because like, I think T'Challa knows it. I mean, eventually he, like, suits up, so... Yeah. Secrets huh. out. <laughs> well, so Jean's doing this, and she gets some support, but then there's this one that's like, Right, so the United Kingdom's not... Right, my governor, do you think... You are... <laughs> I swear, I mean, no mutant mum. You what, mate? Yeah, so. She's like, like, yeah, but like, I don't see any land the mutants have. Like, no one's going to abide by this. And then they're like. like, every time we get land, you kill everybody. It's like, (laughs) Wakanda recognizes their sovereignty. Like, okay, that's one. 
Atlantis recognizes her sovereignty. Shoot, that's she's literally like, everything she needs. <laughs> yeah, she's like, fine, I guess. So afterwards we're talking, she's like, I understand it's like a whole, and it's like out in an open plaza. She's like, I understand this was, you know, had its own problems. And then the representative is talking, and it's very clear that the representative is not within control of her own mind. And then the representative kind of kills herself, but her it Her head looks, explodes. Her head explodes, but it looks very much so like Jean just killed her. Yeah, because she's like reaching out. Yeah. It's not good. And not then a that's a look. whole media circus in and of itself. And because it's it's bad because one, she looks like she killed a lady. Two, she looks like she just killed the one person who was opposing her in the UN. Also, in the meeting in the UN, it's brought to mind that like she could just she could do that. Yeah, like could it's pe- brought to light in that meeting, and it's revealed that it's Cassandra Nova, whom we looked up, is essentially this is the way short version. She's a bad guy girl bad she's a villain um and she is not xavier's sister but a being that's tied to xavier therefore she has some of his powers but herself is not really a mutant she's the yang to his yin she's she's got a lot of his powers yeah she but she's so so much so she was able to make a body which is not normally a thing in in charles xavier's mother's uterus so like I don't know, they're like, that's what I got. I'm they're not. related. <laughs> I don't know. There's like the murmurs or whatever. There's like who cares? She's a bad guy. I, she does. Yeah. She does. Mental I had things. not previously heard of her. IGN ranked her on their top villains ever. Yeah. So she's a big deal. I had not heard of her. She's got telepathy. We know yep. that. That's sure all does. I know. What's a cool shirt? What shirt is that? So it's my Xanarkand Ape shirt. What's that? From Final Fantasy X. It's a Blitzball team. That's cool. It's neat. I like that shirt. It's cheap, though, and it's fading real fast, but it's nice. Wash it in the cold water. I do. Don't wash it at all. Let it smell bad. Uh, you know I didn't try that? Uh, so this issue <laughs> ends with, like, they're like, all right, well, we got to run, and... With Jean, with, like, blood on her face, with Cassandra being like, I can do I can do this, because I can make them all see <laughs> I am the bad guy. <laughs> I'm a gonna win. If she had a mustache, she would definitely be twirling it. Yeah, right. Issue two... Begins in, I want to say, India? Uh, something in the Middle East. With Trinary? I, yeah, India sounds right because of, uh... So, so yeah, so this girl Trinary, uh, she's being captured, uh, and she was turned in by her own dad. He, she did something that made all the men rural mad, and she's not going to be executed. She's going to be experimented on, and blah, 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 blah. Gene Grey. Then they, like, I love that scene. He turns on the guy's like, you're not the most hated mutant in India. This is. And then, like, he turns on TV and he's like, Jean thank Grey. God this was on, because otherwise that would have been really embarrassing. And, like, he says that. It was like a ShamWow commercial. He's like, ah, oh, this is. You know what? That's fair. I hate that guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Flex tape. Oh, no. That's a lot That's of damage. <laughs> Flex tape can heal Cassandra Nova's head. I saw a bone half. Oh my god! What does that have to do with tape? Uh, which then segues into the media around the world, which is the same two correspondents, who neither of whom have really changed opinions. No. Uh, there's a demonstration involving citizens with tiki torches. <laughs> which, like, if you don't know what that's referencing, We're not that's probably good. <laughs> We're not going to explain it here. No, absolutely not. <laughs> 
Uh, but Gambit's here now, and he yay. his accent's really hard to do. Uh, so they're they're taking refuge in Wakanda. He's at the moment, which is beautiful as always. Duh. And it's there where they meet Gentle, who joins the team. He looks like he's from that Atlantis movie. Kinda. I like his art style. His thing is he can get bigger and stronger at the cost of immense pain. He at his Beast said that at his peak he could beat the Hulk. Yes. Which is saying something. Because every time the Hulk gets madder, he gets he stronger. He would also be excruciating. It would kill him. Yeah. Uh, you, spoilers. Later on. Issue six. Gene's like. You read it already? No more pain. Yeah. It's out. Nice. Gene's like. In the end no of the, this volume, Gene's like, we can I did work like on this. three through six two weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. So. So they're Wakanda. They're trying to find. Yeah. They're trying to find more mutants. So that's where they come across Trinary. Yeah, so Trinary had sent out Yeah, a, so they, they go to Delhi specifically. Before she was captured, she sent out, she's like, I don't think they can trace me, but I'm going to send this to you anyway, because, like, Jean Grey, you are a big deal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before she's captured. Like, maybe minutes before she's captured. It turns out she not only erased the wage gap in India, she made a new wage gap with all the men, all the high-paying CEOs, like, drillionaires, bajillionaires, she took their salaries and was putting them into the women's salaries so that they were even even, and then a little higher for a little bit just to give them a living wage as a protest um, then the men were obviously mad so they came after they found her but she sent this off says Jean come help me so Jean's like well duh we're going to help her yep so the whole squad goes they're hiding out in a van outside they get bamped in Jean takes um, con- not control but like kind of stuns the main guard the guy who was like, you're not those made mutant in India. It's this So she puts the entire everyone <laughs> to sleep when the plan doesn't quite go go uh, go as planned. And then a sentinel appears. Yeah, it turns out there's three people in the crowd she can't stop because there's something in their brain that's preventing her yeah, from stopping Yeah, that's blocking them. any kind of and it's, psychic it's, tampering. It's um, technological. The way you find that out is Trinary <laughs> stops a sentinel in its tracks. It's like, Sit! And it turns out that she, she's like a technomancer. Yep, that's what you can do. It's really cool. Um, Way more useful than, I don't know, Jubilee? What? Anyway. It's crazy. So it turns out the people who Jean couldn't stop had something in their head mm-hmm. that was mechanical. Trinary was able to find it, but she couldn't stop it. So they just, like, bail. They yep. use the Sentinel and they get We the gotta there. go. So they take control of Sentinel, and they're out. Which is now their Sentinel. I love that. It's so great. They, like, decorate it later. It's great. Uh, Cassandra Nova shows up at the mansion. That's not really paid off. Well, it's paid off that she's that strong that she can make everyone not see her, except for except one, for the one mutant who she who she kills. Of, yeah. Um, and then she goes and she it pays off because she that's how she gets Storm. The whole next issue, it's very paid off. So Cassandra Nova goes into the X mansion. She's like, "You will help me," and she goes, "Protect Wakanda," and the issue ends. Next issue opens with they're flying back to Wakanda and Storm's like, psych, kill all mutants. Which is weird because she's a mutant. Meanwhile, uh, the demonstration in Louisiana with Tiki Torches hits yeah. high gear with Gambit. Um, a mutant I'm not familiar with, Kara. She's like bird wings. I'm assuming she was just made for this. Yeah. She's um, murdered in she cold blood. She is murdered in cold blood. And Gambit does not take too kindly to that. So the gang retreats back to Wakanda, and then it's in this issue where Storm goes, protect Wakanda, and she calls them abominations. And then the issue ends with a huge lightning strike through the Sentinel? It looks like through the Sentinel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next issue opens, and they defeat Storm. They're able to kind of, like, they find out what is inside her is a a, a nanite. 
a tiny baby sentinel. Well, it's a it's a nanitinal. I think that I think they call it something stupid like that. Turns out they're created to make people hate mutants so much to the point where they want to kill all mutants no matter what. Yep. Where but, first task is kill them, second task is kill them, third task is kill them, and then it turns out fourth if you're task a mutant, is like go to the bathroom if you have to. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. But they but now they know using T'Challa's brain and Trinary's abilities, Gene's able to kind of mind meld them together to figure out how to stop these nanitinals in general. Mm-hmm. So now they know that. That's great. I like how Storm does try to kill herself with lightning because mm-hmm. she is an abomination in quotes. Yep. And then Gentle uses his power to shield her from the lightning at excruciating pain to him. Mm-hmm. He's a cool character. Gentle's very cool. Very cool. But yeah, so you got the brain trust here of Jean Trinary. That's the mind meld I was saying about. That's a cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Where she physically touches the two of them so they can all see each other's minds <laughs> so they can try and work together what's going on. It's like some Twilight Zone nonsense. It is like some Twilight it's Zone great. nonsense. But then they're like, yo, Wakanda's not safe anymore. Yeah, like we're going to go somewhere where just people aren't going to get harmed. So that's when they decided to go under the sea to... <laughs> like that effect? That was, that was practical effects. That's great. I was underwater. To Atlantis. Yay! So where the Sea Rebro gets named. Uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not... <laughs> Especially uh, since Honey Badger named it, and she's yeah, adorable. Exactly. Uh, everyone gets super cool costumes that serve a purpose, not just because they're red, like X-Men Red. They actually have the ability to block the nanites mm-hmm. from getting into their brain. Yep. And also, like, Namor put a shirt on. <laughs> but then she, like, later, uh, or the Honey Badger's later, like, you can show off your Atlantis later. Yeah. <laughs> I want a comic that is Honey Badger and Squirrel Girl and Kamala and um, Captain Marvel. And oh, it's you like know a, someone's working on that. And it's a garbage, like, just, uh, like a like Ms. A Marvel or Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel with Kamala 2. Mm-hmm. Like, Captain Marvel's, like, the leader. She's like, I'll turn this car around. <laughs> I want it to be, like, a horrible buddy cop comic. But it's really good. I want that. And I want it to be written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. So you're, I, I wanted to write everything. You're shooting high. This is like that movie you want. This is your hunchback. <laughs> my, my very specific <laughs> hunchback movie. <laughs> uh, I just have to write, direct, and star. That's all I can say. I'm okay. I'd, I'd see it. Come on. We can get prosthetics. You can You can do this. We can make... I'm not getting no, an you actual can be Esmeralda. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to die. I'm Esmeralda. Silence justice. <laughs> So, Can I be the fat gargoyle? Yeah, why not? Yay! So then we see Cassandra Nova going around to different diplomats in Europe and showing what she has, which is the tiny baby sentinel that goes in people's minds and, as we described, makes them view all mutants as abominations and go to Also, they have the ability to track down mutants. Yes. Like, immediately. Yep. So there's that. Yep. The final issue of this... Uh, the hate machine. The hate machine. By the way, it ends on a cliffhanger. Crazy. Which is not exactly resolved in issue six. First time we've done this in a while. Mm-hmm. End on a cliffhanger, other than I think Batman. Unfortunately, because of the news from this week in Geek, I really don't see this comic going the distance. I, I'm which is hoping, a shame because I really do like it and I like where the story's going. I'm hoping the end of X Men Red resolves that issue or 
Cassandra Nova and the two bad guys from Gold and Blue team up, and that's what breaks apart the X Men. Oh, disassembles so like, them. So, so like they speak? had this in mind already from the beginning. That'd that's be what cool. I'm hoping. Obviously, we have I no have idea. I've not been keeping up with Golden Blue. No, neither have I. But that's just my hope. That's all my garbage. I just hope that X Men Red isn't necessarily resolved, but it doesn't just end. Yep. Like I hope that there's some resolution, or it gets resolved in the um, disassemble. Yep. So one of the uh, people from Louisiana. The guy is, who shot the bird lady. Yeah, the guy who shot Kara is chained up in a hospital bed. Just yelling, abominations, abominations. So Gambit sneaks in there as it's a like, nurse uh, no, with a I mask. Am totally no, I am uh, I work here. I am a nurse the I whole is. time. Yeah. All right, well, we're going in with you. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. Do you like the I, gumbo? <laughs> our, I apologize to any of our Creole fans. I, that was really bad. Yeah. South African and Probably Creole, I can't racist. do it. Is it racist? I don't know. I think we're just trying. It wasn't a good thing. I think we're just. I think we're trying. I think it'd be racist <laughs> yeah. if we were making fun of them. We're trying, trying to go with a shtick. Yeah, it's not quite working well, it's, out. It's a, it's a, it's a character. We're trying. To, we're imitating a character. Gambit's not real, guys. Hashtag not my Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Sorry, I just heard some disturbing news. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so it turns out the X-Men were there the whole time, and that's why he was screaming abominations. Because <laughs> they could detect them, even hey, though we Remy. couldn't see them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they are able to remove it. The nanite. The nanite, using... The nanental. Yeah, using genes, telekinesis, with Trinary's knowledge of how things how technology works, because that's her thing. Yeah, with that mind so, knowledge, Trinary is now able to do it. Because yeah. she's like, it's like, oh, I've done it once, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So they're able to get it out, and he's apologetic. But he, they, he killed a person without meaning to. Yeah. He, it was, he was not in control. So he's really bummed. Hey, look, it's that beard nightcrawler one's going nuts over. It's cool. I don't it like cool. his hair. I just know how there's a whole article called it's Everyone's Going Nuts Over. The- <laughs> they write articles about the dumbest stuff every week. So-and-so would like to play this character. Yeah. I bet they would. I bet they would. It's not an article. I get it. They need clicks. But, like, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So they've taken it. They've decorated the Sentinel. It's uh, Rainbows and stuff. Camp immediately charging a card to throw at it. It's like, no, wait. It's ours. His name's Larry. I don't know what his name is. No, it's oh. a she. It's a she. They name it a girl oh, name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot the name. It's been a while since I read this. They, they absolutely say it. Or no, they just say she. Sentinel X. She's ours. How do you know she's a she? <laughs> we'll talk about sexing sentinels later. <laughs> they say that exact line. It's really, it's really dumb, and I love it. So Gambit's like, "What are you gonna do?" And, he, and they're like, "We're just gonna have their backs. We're gonna do what we can. Say as people as we can." Yeah. Uh, in Poland, you're seeing the uh, like street level ramifications of what's going on with all these. Uh, mobile, not mobile, nanite sentinels in people's minds. There's a huge standoff. And that leads to the splash page I absolutely love, which you're going to protect them by X-Men. Very innocent of Charles Xavier. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you got to assume this is happening in other parts of the world, but like Poland, um, mm-hmm. already with uh, human rights issues going on, I'm sure before this, they, they're, they're like forcing the people into camps and stuff. Very mm-hmm. reminiscent of, like, the Nazis. Yep. And so Jean's trying to get them out ASAP, Rocky, but... And what she does is she puts everyone's mind together so they can truly... For, like, actually, literally a millisecond. Yeah, see both sides. Everyone's like, what do we do now? We have our orders. A lot of the soldiers drop their guns and walk away. Yeah. The one that doesn't, Namor's like, hey, 
Listen, Listen you're on the Baltic going. Sea. Your leaders travel over my land, and which is like, sovereign nation. And he's like, and the tide's coming in. Yeah. Which is interesting because, so. like, you know, Aquaman can say that, and you're like, that's great. You don't own it. Like, you, or you may own it, but it doesn't matter. We can still fly over it. No, this is sovereign nation recognized by the United Nations. Yep. So they can't fly yep. over it. Atlantis has board. the actual seat. Like, it's. <laughs> he closes the borders to the ocean. Everyone's screwed. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But he's such a tool. Yeah. He's such a tool. Well, this issue ends with everybody getting into the, uh, like, Atlantis area, all the Polish people getting into the Atlantis area, and they're like, all right, we're safe for now. Flash forward 20 years. To, yeah, to... Everyone's dead. Yep. Except for, like, Gene and Nightcrawler. Yeah, it's the extinction event that I believe is happening, but I kind of skipped it. I might pick up the tray later. There's nowhere to run! And that's that. Issue 6 is out. Um, it doesn't really fare the plot much. It's just some some backup, some more info on Gentle, which is welcome. I like Gentle. Um, it was I like good. Gentle. I liked, it was a good book. It was... I mean, it was definitely, like, Act 1. Yep. So I'll be interested to read Act 2. Uh, I just don't see it going further than, like, 10 or 12 issues. No, probably not. Not with these two X-Men events coming this year. No, nope, I just hope it gets wrapped up or resolved in some way. A good way, a satisfying way. Um, I liked it. It was interesting. I liked it a lot. I picked it up because it was my trash, then I kept reading because it was good. <laughs> that's, the be- that's what the comics are supposed to do. <laughs> that's why my pull list keeps getting longer and longer. Yeah, I mean, I picked up Spider Geddon, or I'm sorry, Edge of Spider Geddon. Edge, the Edge. <laughs> but it has Punk Rock Spider Man on you it. You never know who's going to be the next um, Spider Gwen. Dude, no, but like seriously, Jump out. I know. How much is that issue worth? Like the actual comic is worth a ton of money. As I checked, it was sixty-ish. That's Which, a lot for, for a recent for issue. For like yeah, a, yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, to put that in perspective, that's only been okay four Let's, issues. Uh, let's just say it's five years. Just just for funsies. How much was it? You said last name soft? Years. So let's say it's sixty dollars. Sixty dollars it's divided by it was originally we'll say it's four. Yeah, four bucks. So fifteen times its original face value in five years. That means it's gonna have three times face value per year. So if that trend continues, it will not. It'll be worth a ton of money one day. It won't continue until they kill Gwen's Spider Gwen, at which point it'll or she gets skyrocket, or she gets a movie, or she gets a TV show. Yep. Then it'll go up to like a couple hundred dollars yep. if you have a good first one, or if you can get a uh, it's signed mm-hmm. by like the original artist. Which but this is the first cool. one has Spider Punk, which I don't know if it's the first appearance. Oh no! I thought he was in Spider Verse. I thought he was in a Spider Verse. I thought Spider UK. I thought he was in something. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong as well. He's cool looking. I think he was. I know he was. He was part of Web Warriors, so it's not first appearance. He's but in like, the game. Yeah, the suits in the game. He was part of Web Warriors. His thing looks like Nightwing, in the middle there a little bit. Kinda. That's cool. I really like that. Kinda. Cool. Um, all right, let's talk about what we're gonna read next week on the outro. Earlier on Talkin' Trades. I'm Cassandra Nova, and I'll make them sound stupid. Currently on Talkin' Trades. So that is really the crux of the... Oh, uh, I hit the record button. Um, 
Uh, that's talking trades for this week. Uh, we uh, well, so next week um, we're going to be reviewing uh, this a book. Well, reading. It's uh, it's um, it's uh, the Batman, the Batman and Flash, the Button. Uh, written by Joshua Williams Williamson and Tom King. So, was, so it was Flash was Josh Williamson, Tom King was Batman. Uh, Jason Fabok and Howard Porter are the artists, and it's a book uh, with Batman and Flash in it. And it's a precursor to Doomsday Clock? Yes, it is. Um, if you read... I read Rebirth. If you read Rebirth, you should be fine. That should be all you need. It, it, there's oh, a little I read bit of, Rebirth. There's like a little bit of uh, like background knowledge you may need, but I'll help fill you in. It's only four issues, so it's really nice. Four issues, I should be pretty okay. It's 99 pages. Yeah. Bang. Easy. And that includes like a variant cover uh, gallery. So um, uh, after next week, we're going to be doing some new stuff. We're going to be start doing movie reviews. And I was figuring we could do uh, my favorite DC movie to start. Wait, wait. I have favorite two. Okay, uh, I'm three. three. Ready? One, two, three. Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. Wait, that's what I said. It's because it's so good. It's so good. Well, it's my second favorite behind Suicide Squad. Ah, movie's so good. Yeah. See director's cut? Oh my gosh, it's, it's way better. It's the same thing, but longer. Yeah, like seven minutes. Way better. There's more Joker. It's oh, great. It's so he, great. Jared Leto's Joker. Heath Ledger who? You know what I'm saying? Transcendental. Oh my god. I don't know what... What? No, I think he was... No, I don't think he'd take a train to get there. No, not transcontinental. Oh, Trans- my bad. I'm not good with geometry. Um, so that's uh, <laughs> that's trades and things this week. Uh, have a... How do we end this? I can taste colors. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at MaesterLaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. All music provided by BenSound.com. Remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 